The Doug Steffen Good Day Download with Doug and Jay Kirshner is made possible in part by Calitrin, which is the safe way for you to lose weight and keep it off. And also by Prevagen, keeping your brain healthy. Here's the uh, good news to start the the hour with a uh, Reddit user, Mike himself 29 shared a post entitled, Found This Under My Office Door, along with $6 in the... Uh, Made me smile regarding the made me smiling department. Let's see. This fellow found a note on the floor at his job a couple of, of months ago, uh, and uh, the Reddit. This is a this is something posted on Reddit. Obviously, fellow whose first name is Mike works in an ice arena. Opened the note, finds six dollars and an explanation. Dear, whatever, whoever, whatever. I was watching. Uh, a practice, obviously, of a game. I saw somebody stick their hand up the vending machine and steal a Pop-Tart. <laughs> I made a terrible decision. I reached up and grabbed the crackers and ate them. Yeah, the stranger being wrote. dared by others. Somebody else. Yep. Yeah. So he did, He they figured out how the kids do that, right? How to get yeah, their hands up Yeah, especially if your arm there. is small enough and small you can enough. get up to that, that first right. row first, of things. Yeah. And, right. and they don't know who, who did this or who submitted the note and, and along with the $6 to pay for not only the crackers this person stole, but also for the Pop-Tart that somebody else stole. There's no camera, so they're not going to like find these people. And they say that that's a problem that a lot of people keep doing. But the thing is, this this uh, assuming it's it's probably like a teen or a preteen or yeah, somebody. Yeah, a teenager. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A small enough arm to get up there, but I guilty yeah. conscious nonetheless. And submitting the $6 and the person was too much. who posted this, the, the Mike guy, uh, Mike himself, 29, yeah, said it was really only a dollar for each, <laughs> for, for the Pop-Tart and for the crackers. So the $4, the remaining $4 was donated into a jug for local youth hockey league. Yep. Good. All right. So there are good, there is goodness and light in the world. No question about that. I I don't know whether this is considered political or not. You tell me. Congresswoman Anna Eshoo, E-S-H-O-O, has introduced the Identifying Propaganda on Our Airwaves Act. She says this will ensure broadcasters accurately disclose the identity of foreign sponsors on the air and enables you, you, the people listening, to make informed decisions about the um, the things they're listening to. And I think this is a good idea, frankly. This legislation grants the FCC the authority to require those of us who are professional broadcasters, yes, we are professional <laughs> broadcasters, to check the sources that actually identify foreign agents and their shell companies when entering into and renewing airtime lease agreements for sponsored programming. Okay, now, this is supposed to be uh, something that regulates what we call infomercials, those half-hour or hour blocks that are sold uh, by a lot of stations on the weekend, especially uh, things that you're being sold or you're being told. Uh, There are a lot of people uh, who have been... Uh, really concerned about how to trust that the public airwaves are not, you know, being used uh, by foreign governments. And Mm -hmm. I am one who's really on top of this. The Chinese government 
is controlling a number of stations from Mexico that get into America. So we can't do anything about that because we can't do anything about what stations are owned, you know, by whom in Mexico. But we can here in America. There's a lot of crap. There's a lot of propaganda. There's a lot of BS. And worse than that, there's sedition on the part. You don't know whether it's a Chinese program or in Chinese or in Korean or in Spanish or in whatever language somebody may care to use. You don't know what they're saying. And the FCC only acts, they only do investigations into things that come from listeners or people who complain. They don't go around the country listening to radio stations to see, oh, I wonder what's going on there. They only act if there's a complaint. And there have been some complaints, especially on the West Coast uh, or on the southern border. Uh, there are uh, stations, I know in Hawaii, I'm involved in ownership of a radio station on Kauai, uh, there are a couple of stations that carry this program, so I know that uh, on the islands that there are people concerned. There's the uh, the Democratic Senator Brian Schatz, uh, who, along with Republican Senator Marsha Blackburn of Tennessee, have introduced companion legislation, uh, and that bill basically goes a little bit further. But the summary... The, the summary uh, I was going to say the semination. I don't know if that's a word or not, is it? Some, uh, the summary, anyway, is to authorize the FCC to specify additional sources from which a radio station license must get information to enable the licensee to announce that a foreign government has paid for a broadcast. Remember, the radio stations do not own the signal. They own the call letters, but they don't own the signal. They rent the signal with an annual fee, a license fee, to the federal government. That is, supposedly, I say supposedly because there isn't much anymore that really seems to belong to us, the taxpayer. We don't feel that way. Uh, but the uh, fact that the government owns the airwaves and is responsible for what you see on television... That's commercial television, not cable. The government does not own the cable channels. They own, they don't own anything other than regular transmission TV and radio. For example, they don't own Sirius. They have no control over those airways. Those belong to the stockholders of Sirius XM. And they can do what they want. They can put any mm -hmm. programming. That's how come Howard Stern is there and not on terrestrial radio anymore because there's no federal control. A whole lot more, yes. Right. Yeah. If that's what you, yeah, getting away, I suppose, how you define that. But here, I'm not concerned about whether there's an FU or something else. I'm concerned about what we're being told by the Chinese and sponsorships as well. Smithfield, the pork product company, buys a lot of radio advertising time. That company belongs to the Chinese government, uh, the Chinese not the Chinese people, although they call it the People's Republic of China. It's anything but the People's Republic. It's the controlling interests of the Communist Party. So you want Smithfield to be telling you whatever? Now, they tell you that in English because it's an American, it's, it's a, the location of the company is here in America, uh, and it's uh, got American workers, but it still is it own, it's owned by Smithfield. And what they do with their products is something different than what they tell you in advertising or whatever. So 
Do you know, other than me telling you, I've never heard anybody else on the air anywhere talk about Smithfield belonging to the Chinese government, belonging to the Chinese. Or there, or I didn't other. know until you told me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, look it up. You know, you know, there's, ah, that can't be true. Well, it is. And so anyway, the identifying propaganda on our airwaves act is something that we all ought to be behind. You should tell your congressman, I bet there are going to be people in the business that don't like it because they'll lose some money because some people who are buying time and spewing all kinds of BS or worse than that, uh, they want the money. They don't care what's on the airways. I say that's pretty damned un-American. So if uh, you and you can, you know what I'm talking about, you hear these programs on all the time. And there are some stations that have been bought over the years that were AM stations that were big, big time stations. Uh, that I mean, I just think about KGO in San Francisco. That's not one of these stations, although who knows who's behind sports betting. But they've taken a fabulous radio station and a fabulous signal, and they've corrupted it with, you know, betting and all that kind of stuff, uh, which certainly, I don't know, is that entertaining? I suppose it is to a point, but how far do you go? After you announce the winner of the uh, of yesterday's lottery, and by the way, there is one. <laughs> Was it 484 million? I think something like that. Anyway, I'm, I'm making a point here, and I hope that am I making it clear? Does it make sense what I've said, Jay? Yeah, no, it, of, it, it does. I think I think you you really hit the nail on the head and said so really eloquently because a lot of people, myself included, don't really know that this is going on to the level that it is, and yeah. it's not talked about enough. No. All right, so I am on the side of the people who uh, want to identify i want to kind of control um the uh, the I, I hope the stations that are carrying me i'm associated with about f i think the counts like 437 now 437 stations around the country have something from doug stefan on them uh, and i agree with the various folks there's a Senator Schatz uh, saying, quote, foreign governments shouldn't be able to hide behind a shell company to fund misinformation and propaganda on American airwaves by giving the FCC the authority to require disclosure of this foreign propaganda. I think our bipartisan bill will help stop the practice. That's one of the other things that's cool. This is a bipartisan bill. Equal number of Republicans and Democrats are on this. So that tells you that this is pretty important. And pretty much a focus. So you ought to be getting to your congressperson and tell them you support, support, good duck, support identifying propaganda on our airwaves act. All right. So <clears throat> the billionaire rapper Kanye West, also known as Ye, has agreed to purchase the social media platform Parler. Yeah, it's not important what it costs, I suppose. What's important is that he's doing that because uh, the folks at Twitter and Instagram have said, uh, you're out of here because he's an anti-Semite. Well, yeah, uh, they've so, locked his accounts. He's he right. said he, he's been under fire, I kind of feel like, for years now. And especially there's the um, situation, a domestic situation with how he 
he was coming for Kim Kardashian and her then boyfriend Pete Davidson mm-hmm. and different things and and now the latest and he was talking about that he accused rapper Diddy of being controlled by Jewish people he is currently <laughs> um it's a question of whether or not George Floyd's family are going to file legal action against him because he said that George Floyd died from fentanyl mm-hmm. not by not by the, the hands officer. of a policeman yeah not by right. Chauvin so there's just a bunch so he is kind of like well fine twitter and instagram have locked me out again so he is buying into the self-styled uncancelable air quotes uh platform parlor so parlor goes back to 2018 and this has something this is trump's thing isn't it no, is, no that's Trump's true social of? Oh, okay. It's true social. Yeah, but this is pretty similar. Um, It's primarily used by, uh, quote unquote, mainly U.S. conservatives described as a free speech alternative to mainstream platforms. Right. So So uh, Elon Musk with Twitter. Yeah, it looks like there aren't a lot of a lot of users here. Uh, But it'll be something, you know, again, we're paying attention to it. So a lot of people are going to talk about it one way or the other. Get your finger out of your eye, and let's get at it here. How this, did what you is, know? <laughs> the, uh, well, see, I can, I'm psychic. I got, it all, I got it all straightened out. Do you know what you have in common with the rest of the human race? Have you ever thought, ever, ever, ever thought about how much you have in common rather than all of the things that we think about make us different? What do we have in common? Think about the blood in your veins. Oxygen. You were breathing oxygen, correct. We're all together uh, in the universe on this planet. We aren't uh, somewhere else. When, uh, so it's time we started appreciating things a little, or going back to appreciate. I think there was an appreciation for a while, but then that was before people realized how expansive, maybe how big. People think this planet is big. Wow, it's a long trip. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, it really isn't. It's a short trip. No matter where you go, it's a short trip. It may seem like a long trip, but it really isn't. So appreciate the fact that we are all here together. I hope you do. And uh, think maybe for just a few minutes a day, what can you do to help other people that are here that may not be as fortunate as you are? I kind of try to do that every... I don't know if I do it every day, but I think about it. Here's a story about help. A young boy, 11 years old used his birthday money to start a food bank. And he runs the bank himself from his garden. Isaac Winfield fills bags of groceries, which have been donated, and then he hands them out to the needy around his hometown. Mm -hmm. This uh, started a couple of years ago, and apparently he's grown so much, Jay, that uh, Isaac's family uh, bought another shed to store lots more donated items. Wow, this is very good. Isaac's awesome? Food Bank Facebook page. You got lots of friends there. Uh, and well-wishers are donating to these banks. Uh, they started during the pandemic, it looks like. This youngster would take food into school, which was given to people in need. And his proud mother, Claire, uh, said that he'd moved to a special school which didn't have a program, but so he got kind of depressed that he couldn't do, he wasn't being able to help the way that he had before. Uh, she referred to him as a resilient little lad. And uh, apparently uh, he said, okay, we'll give the food away 
at the house instead of bringing it to school. So there you go. Uh, this is really something. This comes from the parents. You know, you're going to be parenting because we lead by example. Yep, exactly. And uh, and doing these sorts of things and showing that you can help people. People are in need. Not everybody has it as good as you do. Uh, So help. We're all here. This is the reason I tell the story is because we're really my philosophy of life is that we are all here to help, help people, help circumstances mm-hmm. that if you're not fortunate enough or maybe you are fortunate enough to not have to need help but others are then help them as you can when you can where you can exactly and help doesn't always have to come in the form of an actual item or a monetary gift or anything it can be as simple as just kindness letting yeah. somebody um talk for a little bit and just listen let Here. people know that they matter yes yeah i think that there are uh, that's the thing Uh, That people, I learned this early on in my first serious relationship, which was my marriage. (laughs) My first and only marriage, uh, it wasn't that I, I didn't, I didn't grow up around any kind of atmosphere where the husband was listening to the wife, the wife or vice versa. Uh, It just was, okay, this is the way it is and bing, bang, boom. Uh, So I didn't hear what my wife was saying and she didn't really expect me to do this is what she said to me i don't want you to do anything i just want you to listen to me just hear me out and how many men even today go through that the wives or the relationship girlfriends or whomever i don't know that you need to do anything except listen because men are always trying to fix things right yes Yes. Fix it. Oh, I have said that those exact words to my husband before. Like, I don't need you to fix this problem. I just need you to shut your mouth and open your ears. <laughs> how is he at that? Yes, right. And how is it, he at that? Well, these practice days? makes perfect. Uh huh. There you go. Okay. Boston University researchers claim to have developed, oh, yes, this is great, a new COVID strain. Why are they developing? Why are they uh-huh. looking? Huh? Have they not learned? Oh, I, I felt very um, upset when I read this. Yeah. It's because I'm just coming off of being so incredibly ill from COVID. But yep. why is this necessary? They, they put a spike protein from the Omicron variant along with the original variant that was produced in Wuhan. And it's basically found that they basically found that it's an 80% kill rate in the mice that they've infected this with. Good God. Why was this necessary? Not, not necessary. It isn't. What are you doing? And who's funding this? That's what I want to know more than anything else. This is, so we shouldn't be funding this stuff. We should be creating. Mm -hmm. This is the same thing that the Chinese did in the lab in in uh, Wuhan. Exactly. And look at how that turned out. Yeah. What, like, right. What's the purpose? <clears throat> Is it just because they just wanted to see what would happen? Just wanted to see if it could be done? Uh, yeah. And we, I go through these things and I think, okay, we're going to get some people charged up because I'm, when I talk about stuff like this, I'd like to think that it was falling on ears that would then, once the knowledge got in there, they'd think, okay, we got to do something about this. But then... If you look at some, and this is not good news, this is bad news. The fact that voters and the public in America, adults, are 
in, uh, they're not really, I don't know if it's in the mood, uh, but they're apathetic about the dangerous times we're in, don't seem to want to understand it. There's a uh, Siena College poll out today which suggests that the American voter, even though he or she thinks the country is in peril, is not getting into uh, enough uh, active participation in things like protesting this stuff. I know we all talk about January 6th at the protest. Yes, it's one of the great things about America. Yeah, but it doesn't have to just be about that stuff. Mm-hmm. It should be, there should be protests outside the laboratory at Boston University all day today, tomorrow, this week, this month. This is exactly how it began in China. And here it is 20 miles from where I am down the road. I don't like it at all. Mm-hmm. I want the it's state scary. of Massachusetts to shut it down now. And if they don't, the federal government should shut it down now. Wow. And we are monitoring. All we do is we think about, you know, the back and forth between I made mention earlier about the Ohio debate with the two running for senator. Disgraceful. Disgraceful. Their focus on minutia and stuff that doesn't make any difference. This stuff is what makes a difference. Mm-hmm. Right? 80% kill rate in rats. What does it do when they tested it on bats in Wuhan? And how wonderfully well that worked when the bats escaped the laboratory. Remember, bats and rats and mice can get, they can shape themselves into anything to get through a hole. Mm-hmm. That's how mm-hmm. mice get into your house. That's how rats get into places where there's food stuff, restaurants and stuff. Because they can just, they change their... They, they can make themselves smaller, whatever it is. So you want these mice in a lab? How secure is the lab? I'm telling you, this is going to be a local story that ought to have national and international ramifications. Wow. It's awful. Don't create more problems. Create the solutions. Why right. is money and time being put forward to this? Mm-hmm. It's, it's awful. Yeah, sure as heck is. All right, <clears throat> the uh, Trump folks embarrassed, or they ought to be anyway. Apparently, the uh, Trump organization charged Secret Service exorbitant rates when they were staying in hotels to protect Donald Trump. <laughs> this is so Trump. He puts puts <laughs> him in like his own hotel. Charge for the Secret Service. Right, right. exactly. <clears throat> I don't know what else to say about that. Ganga bunga. The Supreme Court has decided my, excuse me, okay, hold on a minute. Let me clear the rats out of my mouth here. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've been doing that nonstop, too, where it's just, it's probably still a little left over from COVID, but the, the, whenever the fall starts coming in, it's Well, it's the allergies. Stuff comes back. For me, anyway. What is, is ragweed still a big thing at the moment? Yep, real big thing. On the farm, I'm mowing hay and get around in some of the fields. I'll be mowing and baling hay till the snow flies. And the further into the season, especially after a frost, you get ragweed then becomes, it, it's, it's not a flower anymore, it's dust. 
And so when you touch it or drive by it or mow it, that stuff just flows. Especially if it's a windy day, it goes, I mean, it goes everywhere. <clears throat> Awful. Okay. Uh, the, uh, the, the Supreme Court, wow, let me try this again. Excuse me for a minute. <laughs> allergies are awful. Can we start working on cures, better cures for allergies that aren't just the typical allergies? Yeah, shots? instead of Boston University trying to create another COVID, why don't you morons do something to find a way to get around allergies? Thank Eradicate you. Eradicate allergies. I am Robert Strickler. My wife Joyce and I have been married for 53 years. Certainly one of the really important things in my life are our children and our grandchildren. I am essentially a writer. I've been involved in communications in the media. I've been an avid fly fisherman for at least 40 or more years. I've been taking Prevagen on a regular basis for at least eight years. For me, the greatest benefit over the years has been that Prevagen seems to help me recall things and also think more clearly, have a crisper ability to remember and think through things. And I enthusiastically recommend Prevagen. It has helped me an awful lot. Prevagen, healthier brain, better life. Robert Strickler is a content contributor for Prevagen and real user. Based on a clinical study of subgroups of individuals who are cognitively normal or mildly impaired, this product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Goodness gracious, great balls of fire. Jerry Lee Lewis, one of the most prolific perverts in the uh, music industry. I married uh, four of his cousins who were like 13 one after the other after <laughs> just, the other. I thought it was just the one, Myra. <clears throat> I don't know. Maybe it was just one. It just seemed like there but were a lot still, of them. still, yeah. Right. His 13-year-old cousin once removed, and oh, yeah. people started rioting. and Oh, my God. Concerts. Yes. But right. he come back. He switched yep. from, what was it, a rock performer into the country world. Country, right. Thus, he is a new addition to the Country Music Hall of Fame, along with Keith Whitley. Uh, their musical careers are quite different would seem to me. Let's listen to Keith Whitley for a second. You can see what I'm talking about here. Sounds like a traditional country guy, right? He's bluegrass first. So Jerry Lee Lewis, among other things, known as the killer, uh, did not come to the ceremony this past weekend in Nashville. Uh, his doctor told him to stay home. Uh, but let's see here. Um... The Chris Christopherson actually yeah. took yeah right they took accepted his, uh, the honor for him right yep and Laurie Morgan a country star uh, who is the widow of Keith Whitley was present at the ceremony uh, when was Keith Whitley important he died in, in 1989 so he's got to have been around in the what 60s 70s yeah, he, and yeah, 80s he, um, he was in his 30s I believe 36 uh, or 34 and he yeah. died of alcohol poisoning. And alcoholism, yeah. And Jerry Lee Lewis has had his share of drinks and a few other uh, things as well uh, that maybe have kept him. It, it sort of reminds me of the Rolling Stones. You know, the more drugs they did, the better they, <laughs> they seem to be. Uh, anyway, so it's uh, goodness gracious, great balls of wine. Also, he did a song called A Whole Lot of Shaking going on. Uh, oh, which is a standard too. for him. Oh, yeah, right. It just pound. He would jump up on the uh, piano stool. He'd raise his leg. He'd pound away at the piano. I mean, he pounded on the piano. It was, uh, he was um, 
with Elvis for a long time and Carl Perkins, Johnny Cash, the Million Dollar Quartet. Uh, that was the early years, the 50s, 57, 58, 59, went all over the place. Uh, and he brought his cousin, who was 13 at the time, on their tour of England. And that's what sort of started all of the hubba-bubba about him. Uh, but uh, anyway, so uh, the, the, uh, the, the uh, also Chantilly Lace, uh, the Big Bopper, he did a version of it. The Big Bopper did the yeah. popular version of it. But uh, anyway, so uh, the um, <laughs> Chris Christopherson is 85. Wow. He did some version of this. I said, I had no idea. Well, I guess, yeah, I mean, when you think about it, been around for a long time. By the way, in case you didn't know, speaking about country music, uh, Chris Christopherson and uh, Willie Nelson are probably the two most prolific writers of country songs in the history of the medium. Did you know that? Those two yeah, have been right. responsible. Um, mm -hmm. a, f a fabulous number of uh, hit songs, hit country songs. So it's great business time for Caledron. I would think the phones would be ringing off the hook and people would be ordering ad nauseum. That's right. You know, it'll be 25 years this April, and we've been helping customers lose weight safely and effectively for 25 years. So if you need to lose the weight, you've really got to check it out on our website, toploss.com, because like Doug said, it's so much more than just a weight loss product. I mean, we're not talking about uh, a quick fix fad product. There are no drugs. There are no stimulants. Our number one ingredient is collagen protein. Uh, it's got types one and three. That's for the muscle and the joints. All right, and don't forget the 9090 special right now. Use the DJV code for free shipping as well. DJV code at toploss.com and the Get Fit contest. That sounds like it would be kind of fun. Calitrin at toploss.com. Thanks to Elizabeth Miller here, one of the great Calitrin consultants at toploss.com. Uh, it's time for some celebrity news and gossip. Social media trending on Shania Twain. So Shania is in the news, Jay, because she's been added to the list of musicians appearing in Beauty and the Beauty, which is a, what, Lee, it's a recreation of Beauty and the Beast? Yeah, yeah, it's a reimagining 30th celebration special, and she's taking on uh, the role of Mrs. Potts. The ah. mother of the teacups, who Angela mm -hmm. Lansbury vo voiced. So she paid tribute to Angela Lansbury in this role, uh, feeling that she was responsible. She certainly led the way mm -hmm. uh, right back in 1991. So how is this, other than different characters, is the script different for this? What are people going to hear or see when they see this? It's supposed to be on ABC, I think, uh, in December, sometime in December. Yeah, yeah, December. And it's kind of one of those um, celebrations. And there's not a whole lot of, there's not a whole lot of information going on around it. I'm sure as we get closer, yeah, more and more couple cases of months will, out yet. will be coming yeah. out. But yeah, right. um, we do know that Martin Short is also going to be a part of it. David Allen Greer. So I thought David Allen Greer was dead. David Allen Greer? Uh-uh. Yeah. Who is the guy that there's another... David Allen, somebody, or his last name was Greer, who was in MASH. David Ogden. Ah, that's it. Okay, thank you. It just came to me. David Ogden Greer was on in the cast of MASH, and he was a great character actor. I think he died a couple of years ago, so I've confused him with David Allen Greer. I wonder if this guy is his son. 
Hmm. Uh, da- David Ogden Steers. Yeah, if he's David Ogden. Steers Greer's. and Greer. Two yeah. different uh, names. Really? Okay. Well, anyway, <laughs> another <laughs> question without an motto. answer. The Doug Steffen Good Day Download with Doug and Jay Kirshner is made possible in part by Calitrin, which is the safe way for you to lose weight and keep it off. And also by Prevagen, keeping your brain healthy.